Hello, people. We're back. Again! And so soon. Why? Is it because Tottenham won? Yes. Are we two victories away from me slapping a chicken on Instagram? Very much so. Is Jay suicidal? Yes. Who will go first? Hughes or Jose? Please let it be Hughes. Jason has two kids who still have to rename themselves Kurt Cobangs. Is this question answer intro thing a little bit annoying? Yes. Will the podcast start now? Probably. Welcome, everybody, to another installment of Born Offside, the podcast that brings you football, uh, football, and apparently chicken slapping as well, which is always very fun. So, um, uh, Jason's alive! Jason is just about alive. You're also going to have to contend with two podcasters, podcastees, podcastists, podcast, whatever, in quite contrasting moods today. So this will be an interesting dynamic. I'm freaking pissed off, mate. Thank you very much. So uh, from me, uh, uh, Jason, from Dave, thank you very much for listening. Uh, It was a lovely podcast. One of my (laughs) lovely. I'll see you again. See ya. (laughs) Dilly ding, dilly gone. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> it's over. Thank you. No, That's well, your season is, but like oh. <laughs> the pod has to go on. Ah, <laughs> uh, in the famous words of Freddie Mercury, yes, that podcast must go on. So, um, didn't say that, did he? No, he said the light, life must go on, but you know, life podcast, you know, they sort of, you know, show. There you go. It's, they're, they're, they're you sort of just use that quote. I could have. They're alternative parallels, but then it wouldn't have worked there. It could have worked. I don't know. We'd have done it. It's worked now anyway, because we've explained it. Oh, fine. Jokes uh, are great okay. when you explain them. <laughs> uh, uh, what a, what a uh, great uh, weekend of football. Uh, uh, really? Regardless of the, yeah, regardless <laughs> of the fact that I'm right, rather annoyed and obviously pissed off about, uh, about everything that has happened with, with my team. Uh, uh, it, uh, the, I... I I loved it again. The weekend did deliver. You know, footballs. It happens once again, and it is uh, a fantastic thing. Uh, we'll we'll start straight away. Uh, you can see that you can hear the depression in my voice. But anyway, we'll start straight away. We could just get it over and done with. with Let's with get me. it over but, and done with. Come on, shall we? All yeah. right. With uh, then you can be happy uh, for the rest of with, the show. <laughs> I'll try. With uh, the match at the uh, at Craven Cottage uh, in South London, Fulham, uh, who are a Poor man, Chelsea substitute, by the way, uh, and a uh, a very un- annoying uh, 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 team uh, with How a brand can you new dislike Fulham. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't. I just do right now. Uh, Fulham three, Southampton two. Uh, congratulations, Fulham. Well done. Uh, moving on, mate. You told um, <laughs> you told everybody. To not watch this because you said it'd be dire and horrible, and it was so much fun, mate. It, it yeah, no, it really was actually. The, to the to the partisan viewer, it really was. It was a bit hard for me to enjoy it myself. I found myself snapping at my kids towards the end of the match, and uh, you know, it was as the clock was ticking down. You know, Daddy, uh, what's were... the score? Can I can I fuck off? <laughs> can I have lunch? Make your own. <laughs> Can you drive me to school? Learn how to drive and drive yourself. He's the keys. You know. <laughs> but I'm only four. Shut up. Uh, 
So, yeah. So, great fun. Very exciting. Blah, blah, bloody, blah. Bloody, bloody Ranieri, dilly, ding, dilly, dong. I've heard it so bloody many times. Bloody Mitro, bloody Sessignon, bloody all of you. Uh, beautiful ball by Sessignon, by the way. Uh, but bloody Cedric decided to let himself be turned inside out like a jumper that can't be put on properly. You know, I mean, oh, God. Like Mario Balotelli with a bib. Yeah, there you go. That's, what, that's what Cessnion did to Cedric over the weekend. That, it really when Mario Balotelli oh. couldn't put on a bib. Oh, I oh mate, it Come was back, beautiful. Mario, wherever you are. That's true. Oh, he's in. He's at Nantes, isn't he? Or, or nice. no, Nice. Sorry, <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> it's not with the same letter. He's still at Nice. I think it's season number three or something. Must be the longest he's ever been at a club. Uh, I would say that. Please come back to the Premier League. Uh, why? Because why always you and we miss you. Um, Fulham three, Southampton two. Uh, on on the uh, on on the whole, probably a deserved win by Fulham. Although it was close, I think Southampton. You know, I'm, I'm, again trying to put my partisan viewer uh, uh, head on here. I think um, Southampton probably didn't deserve coming away with. Uh, 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 with a defeat, but uh, hey, there we go. At Mate, can I just read everybody the the, the notes? Because I feel like the notes tell the story <laughs> of where Jason is. <laughs> Fulham three, Southampton two. Very exciting match. Bloody Ranieri, dilly ding, dilly dong. Mitro, bloody Mitro. Another defeat for Southampton. Open parenthesis, clap, 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 close parenthesis. Terrible miss by Gabbiadini right at the beginning. Two great goals by Stuart Armstrong. Nice goals, too. Hoiberg, named as captain for the first Time. Mark Hughes out for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what have you got to add to that? Um, nothing, really. Actually, really. Uh, can I just put uh, uh, Mark Hughes out for fuck's sake in bold, yes. uh, please, at the end, if you don't mind. In bold and, and underline it Does that it mean I well. have to shout it when I say it next time? No, next time. Yeah, next time you will. I, it's just, I'm just a broken record now. Is he still now. there, mate? Is he still yeah, there? Yeah, he's bloody still there. You see, what, when I woke up in the morning and I, I, I went onto the Beeb, I, was, I actually I, I, I pressed the link for the BBC to open on my, on my web page and I closed my eyes. <laughs> I waited for it. I waited for it to load. I closed my eyes. <laughs> no, I just waited. When I opened my eyes, Hughes wasn't anywhere, anywhere on the whole front page, having the, lost his job. The so. Daily Telegraph says Southampton still intend to give Mark Hughes time to reverse the club's worrying. Club. <laughs> no, for Mark's sake, fuck you, Daily Telegraph. Fuck you. I mean, that's, I mean, hang on. Let me see what the other newspapers are saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, St Mary's Musing says the same thing. <laughs> God, look, um, look. Uh, Although the Daily Mirror, Mirror, mate, has the Daily Mirror puts it in better, better words that you'll like more. Daily Mirror, okay. Daily Mirror says, Southampton sack looms for Hughes. Good, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Look, it's, uh, it's names in the frame to take over. Oh, mate, you're not going to like this. Oh no, Big Sam's in there, is he? <laughs> uh, hang on. Oh, hang on a sec. I've got. If you're hearing music, that's because of. God, the internet. Ah, difficult. All right, well, you, you find it, mate. I just want to yeah. say, I just want to say, like, I've been saying it since the beginning of the season, and, like, quite frankly, it, it, it's only a matter of time until he goes, so get rid of him quickly. He's, it's inevitable. There is no turning point. He's reached a point where there's no turning point anymore. Even if we win the next three matches, he'll go by, by the end of Christmas. You know, he'll, it's, it's, it's on the cards. He needs to go 
make him go now, sooner mate, rather than later, mate, for God's sake. Shall I take you through oh. it? The Paddy Power, the Paddy Power odds. Do you want it in terms of? Oh no, the <laughs> list is too long for me to start from the bottom. I'll go. Favorite to take over. You ready? Yep. Yep. G- Gary Monk. Oh, okay, ex Southampton. Uh, is he? Really? Is, we, Did yeah, he play yeah, yeah. Southampton. He did. He was very good, actually, as well. He was uh, good for us for a couple of seasons. I was quite sad. He moved back to uh, Swansea um, to, to, to play for them for the last year and then retired and became player manager and then became manager. Yeah, yeah, Gary Monk, I'd have him back uh, for sure. I, He's I, only I like been at Birmingham, according to this, eight months and 22 days. So That's right, yeah. After leaving Swansea, he left Swansea for, and I think he took a little Leeds. break. He was at Leeds for a while, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. But they, Leeds, you know what Leeds, happens Leeds. at Leeds, mate. <laughs> Leeds, your, your lifespan at Leeds is, uh, was, let's put it this way. Don't Trump move your family there. No. Yeah, nah, and don't buy a house, mate. Just rent or live in digs. Um, then, so, then according uh, to Paddy Power, second is Leonardo Jardim. Oh, okay. Yes, please. Oh, mate, you're making my day. This is great. I'm very third, happy at the moment. Third, third, yep. David Moyes. Oh, no, 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 no. Fourth, no. Big Sam. Fuck, no, no. Fifth, no. Steve Bruce. These are no, what? worse. Yeah, Steve Bruce is 10 to 1. Stan, Big Sam and Big Steve are at the same price at 10 to 1. Okay. All right. Uh, Brendan Rogers, 16. Oh, God, no. Well, uh, you know what? I would, I would, uh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, no. Also at 16s. Louis Van Gaal. Oh, bring him back. Mate, hasn't, hasn't he been confirmed that, that he's got a, um, I'm sorry, Louis, a, a, a psychological issue? He's, he's now, is, is some, some, has he got early signs of dementia or something? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not kidding here. Uh, he, he does actually, he's been diagnosed with something. I thought that Still was... Still 16 uh, to 1 with Paddy Power. Um, <laughs> dementia or not. <laughs> 20, 20 to 1, Martin O'Neill. Oh, God. 22s, your favourite Belgian waffleist, Roberto Martinez. No, do not bring him in, no. 22, Michael O'Neill. Michael O'Neill? Who? Yeah, yeah, the current Northern Ireland manager, not Martin O'Neill. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Mate, yeah, yeah. did you know that Martin O'Neill's middle name is Michael and Michael's middle name is Martin? Is Martin. I saw that, actually. Yeah, how would you? Interesting. That was very funny. And then yeah. I'm just going to run through these because there's a whole bunch of them. Goose okay, hitting. quickly. Goose hitting. No. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Jürgen Klinsmann, Nigel Pearson, <laughs> Gordon Strachan, Rafa Benitez, Slaven Bilic, Sean Dyche, Glenn Hoddle, Alan Pardew, Gary Rowett, Yap Stam, Frank DeBoer, Adrian Boothroyd, Harry Redknapp, Mark Wilburton, Eddie Howe, Frank Lampard, Alan Kerbishley, Stephen Gerrard, Gary Megson, 66 to 1. <laughs> Mate, what are the odds on Pep coming? Uh, he's not on the list, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Pep. I want Pep. No. What, what, <laughs> I, want I want the odds. Pep. Want it like two billion to one. Um, yeah. Uh, Gary I mean, Mark the, and Leonardo Jardim, mate. Or yeah. yeah. Mate, I'll, I'll take either one of those two. Uh, Monk, young, progressive, doesn't Ginger. live in the hills. Yeah, Ginger. Yeah, he is. Reminds me a little bit of, of Eddie Howe in, in stature and in good looks as well. He'd probably top that good looks chart. No, uh, he'd be no. like fifth. Really? Got, Do you think you so? Got Pep, uh, you got Pep, Howe, Nuno, hipster's choice. <laughs> Thin, podgy chinos, and then, then Gary Monk. 
<laughs> All right, okay. Gary Monk, I'm, I'm, I'm up for him, but uh, I'd love to see Jardine. May I would love to see Jardine. You know, it really, but, but would he want to come to Southampton? I don't think so. You know, I think he's. I think he'd he, probably pay him more money than he was getting at Monaco, no? Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not about the money, I think, for, for, for him. It is I, for I, lots I of people, though. No, I, I guess so. I like money, and I think other people do. <laughs> About coming to the Premiership, Premiership, obviously that's uh, the Premier League. Obviously, that's a bit a big one. You know, coming to the mm-hmm. Premier League, that's a, that's a real attraction. So Monaco if, played in red and white, so there's no big colour conversion to have to do. Link up there. I like what you did. Yes, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and maybe he'd go and and uh, you know grab a couple of those. Monaco uh, is uh, by the sea. Southampton is by the sea. Another beautiful one. And uh, yeah. Southampton. It's about time Southampton became a principality uh, because they. <laughs> They have no place in the Premier League. Does Southampton uh, have a casino? No, uh, oh, that's a good question, actually. I don't think if so. If it does, oh. then he's in. That's, that's Mate, we're not... all it needs is a casino in, and Leo England, will be one. I didn't think casinos were, were allowed in, in, in places in England other than London and Blackpool, isn't it? Oh. Anyway, I don't Possibly. know. I don't know. Mate, should we talk All about right. football rather yeah, than please, can we? And there, there really isn't anything uh, much to talk about about the Fulham match. Uh, you know, we, we went one 0 up with a, a nice Stuart Armstrong goal. Fulham, you know, defensive frailties uh, meant that Mitro got his his neck uh, stretched out and headed in, and and then we went two one up just before the break, and then came back and looked like we could get two all. Um, I mean. Hoiberg being named as captain for the first time, it's been a shout that a lot of Southampton fans have been, uh, have been giving out there. I think, because he's very young, he's only 23, I think, or I think it's, it's, it's a bit bold to put him there because he's, he's still a bit of a whinger. Uh, but now he gets to whinge at the ref without getting booked. You know, so, I mean, that's the only sort of plus side for that. I'm not sure. Uh, he, he definitely is very authoritative. And I think it's, he's just named as captain because we've got no other leaders on the pitch whatsoever, apart from Charlie Austin. <laughs> it's a joke. Who <laughs> thinks everything's a joke, you know, and if he was named captain, then it would... Uh, I think he's not named as captain because Hughes is still not convinced that he's the number one striker. And if he names as captain, he can't take him off. Uh, but Hjoibjö definitely should be starting every game. And uh, uh, he's, he's our one uh, spark uh, in that otherwise very dour uh, uh, team and uh, and I reckon if uh, if Southampton do what they're so famous at doing which is basically selling all of their best players he'll be gone in January um you know uh, yeah it's just it, it's frustrating for me to, to to watch Southampton at the moment uh, you know regardless of what even if even if they play well it they're still not playing their well is still not better than bottom three so uh, oh yeah, we played better this, this this week. No, you didn't. You know, you, it's still crap. And and Southampton need a, a managerial change. That that's what they need. I know you mentioned in the last podcast that you know we've it's been crap for the last few years, and it is. It's very true. We just kept selling players, and uh, and it's just been going steadily downhill. But we do really need a, a new manager. Um, Mark Hughes is not the man to 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 change the fortunes of the club. Uh, we were crap. Uh, beforehand, and then we got uh, Pochettino in, and then we got Coleman in. So you know, it it just shows that with a crap team, with crap players, you make the players better by coaching them, by by man managing them better, and 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 by you know tactically making them more astute, more aware of their surroundings and how to play football. Mark Hughes has none of that. 
So I'm sorry. He just, you know, as long as he's at the helm, we're just going to keep on losing. So uh, do something about it, Kruger. <sighs> Should we move on, mate, to happier, Please. happier yes, things? Absolutely. <laughs> there was another right. match on Saturday the big, rather yeah. well. Let's move on to the big match uh, of the weekend. And what a match it was because the, uh, the permutations or calculations or f- f- salutations that uh, have, have, have r- wriggled through the Premier League uh, this weekend all hinged on what was going to happen and what did eventually happen. Chelsea have been derailed for the first time this season. And it is your moment, Dave. Tottenham 3, Chelsea 1. Um, uh, take it away. Mate, my overriding emotion is disappointment. <laughs> oh, really? No, really genuine. My overriding, <laughs> overriding emotion after watching that game is genuinely disappointment because we should have done them for six. Nah. Maybe seven. No, like, I was watching that game and we got the three goals and Kane has missed a 97% chance. Like, mm-hmm. I genuinely think you, me, and anyone who listens to this show would have scored that goal. So there's three has, of us there. Three, um, three. <laughs> he has spanned it over the crossbar from a very it's a horrible short mess. distance. I mean, bush, you know, I mean, there's, there's not many parts of his foot he can kick the ball with for it to span us so high. But he's managed to find that one spot. He's done quite a yeah. job. It, yeah, it's gone yeah. into, uh, into Rosehead. Deli Ali's missed a 8 out of 10 chance. And then... Sonny has missed and slightly more difficult, but still, you know, you one you should pull more. It's his left foot. It's his left foot, and it's from the edge of the box. No, Uh, it was about. It was. It was between the eighteen yard and the six yard. Was he already in? I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the half volley that hasn't made it to all of the all of the clip montages. Yeah, very close to the beginning. Yes, maybe even at nil nil. Um, so that's six, Mm -hmm. Uh, and. It was at 1-0. It was already at 1-0. That would have made it 2-0. Yes. Um, I mean, it's on the half volley. It comes over his head. I'm going to give him a little bit of, uh, uh, a bit of slack on this one. because It's trickier than the ones that Delhi and, and Harry missed. But still, for sure, for bloody sure. gone in. And that would have... <laughs> and all right, Chelsea should have had a penalty um, uh, when it was still 1-0. I believe, or even 0-0. Yes, that was a stoke, mate. But, but in the words of Mark Hughes... <laughs> They would have probably missed that penalty anyway. <laughs> nice, nice. Hugo Mate, was in yeah. fine form, I thought. He made a very nice save from uh, oh, Spanish, good-looking, horrible, horrible... Alonso. No, not Alonso, the other one. Morata. Um, oh, Morata. Who's yep. useless. Or, yeah, or he's he is just useless. rubbish. He Mate, was it, offside more often than he had shots on goal. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not even joking. That's an actual stat from that game. He was, he I, I was think offside that... three times, shots on target, no times. <laughs> so he's beaten it by three. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, by a long uh, way. Uh, mate, what, what is, uh, what is, um, is, is Foyth trying to uh, lead the way for young aspiring defenders out there on how to commit fouls in the box? Uh, is I, he, uh, is, I think know. that's a little bit down to, to naivety. He's actually, apart from those two mistakes at Wolves, and let's say there was a third mistake against Eden Hazard, he, he's been very good. He's very accomplished on the ball, very calm. For mm. um, He's got a very level head on him. He was man of the match uh, for his international debut for Argentina in the middle of the week. 
I think he's going to be a very good player and he'll learn that perhaps it's not the best idea to kick people in the box. Uh, yeah. Perhaps you get away yeah. with that in Argentina. Who knows? You're not going <laughs> to get away with it in the Premier League. Well, there uh, was certainly a lot of kicking in Argentina this weekend, wasn't oh, there? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, well, but, but, but actually, I, I talk about the disappointment of the chances we missed. This was the Tottenham that I haven't seen since we left White Hart Lane. So this is even ah oh, there were some performances last season that it reminded me of. Yeah, uh, I, I, we had the one against Real Madrid last year, which was similar. But mm, this this was a game where I know, mate. Five minutes in, before we'd even scored the goal, I was like, "We're going to win. We're going to win today." Like if we don't win, it'll be have to be one of those absolute travesties. But we would we must have scored. We must have created ten really good chances, including the ones. I mean, the ones we took. Um, Ali scores a header from from a from a cross. I thought keeper keeper the keeper. Yep, himself like a keeper. Should have done better. Can we can just call him Kipper? Um, yeah, all right. Should, <laughs> I, I want whatever we want here. <laughs> I think he should have done better with that one. Maybe you can let it go because it was super close in. Um, I would say that the second goal that Kane scored is one of the most bizarre goals I've ever seen. Oh, I, mate, let's talk about that. Let's. Uh... Well, well, Harry's had a speculative <laughs> shot from too long. And when he's hit it, I've gone, what are you doing, Harry? And then, then David Luiz has body swerved it quite yeah. magnificently. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting in the way of this. <laughs> Wait, you know, like that thing that, you know, you're, you're, I don't know for you, but like someone like your, your dodgy uncle or your dad might do when he walks past, walks past a woman and then you move your bum as if that woman has pinched your bum and you go, hey, don't touch that. Yeah. Tim Lovejoy <laughs> used to do it on Soccer AM. It was like he did that with the ball. Oi, cheeky, get off. Don't, don't touch me. And then Kepa the Keeper, has used that as an excuse to not do his job. Oh, <laughs> Which, uh, I know uh, he was okay. unsighted. I know unsighted, he was wrong-footed, yeah. but he still should have moved for it at the very least. He was unsighted by it for sure. Um, and the, what I'm going to give Louise here is uh, a little bit of a, a, you know, a, a possible explanation. Not that I'm saying that this was the correct thing to do at all because the correct thing to do is to stand your ground uh, you can do that latin thing where you put your hands behind your back if you want i don't care but you stand your ground and you face the shot and if the shot comes anywhere near you you stick out a leg you stick out a thigh you know you you, you try to get in the way of it um i think what he thinks is that it's going out for a goal kick but he's misjudged it and like uh, like I, th- I think that's what he's done. Either that, or he's thought Kepa, the keeper, is definitely going to get this as well. Because uh, uh, what other reason, other than being a complete pussy, uh, would well, anyone? Well, yeah, I know, but not playing in the Premier League, you you can't be a complete. I mean, pussy. David, David Luiz oh. is mentally on a beach in Brazil the entire <laughs> time of his life. Even you remember that? You remember? I think David Luiz's performance in the seven-one. Brazil, Germany, thumping thing. Yep. Yeah. It's the yeah, most that. diabolical defensive performance I've ever seen in a professional football match. Yet, yet in the previous match. He's capable of yeah. doing that. He, yeah, yet in the previous match, he won it for them with that incredible yeah. free kick. Ah, oh, he's Beautiful. a player. He's very entertaining, yeah. David Luiz. Yeah. 
Poodle, uh, I, b- I believe you described him uh, once on this podcast as a poodle on crack. That... <laughs> you... yes. Actually, I don't. Th- it was before our podcasting. It was when we were just doing texting, <laughs> when we texted each other. It was. Yes. He's a poodle, a poodle on crack, and the crack poodle. Uh, so let's talk about the crack poodle. How they do today? Yeah, the crack poodle did well. <laughs> he was all right. No, no, today he did badly. I think there's another quite a lot more crack. <laughs> there's, there's, another po- there's another poodle out there uh, by the name of Genduzi as well, but he's yes. more like a stoned poodle. Have you noticed? Yes. Like he's this far is a more. Weed poodle. Yeah, he's a, he's still learning. Still still learning his groove. Needs to start getting onto the harder drugs. Crack next. Um, uh, for for the David Luis, and we're not we haven't even started talking about his part in Son's goal either. Oh, um, mate, he's ruined that goal. <laughs> Like that was a perfectly good wonder goal. And um, this is, mate, this is my emotion and stroke chain of sounds watching that game, watching that goal. Go on, Sonny. Go on. Oh, he's done it. Oh, oh like, and, and then erupt, mate, up in the living room. He's done it. He's done it. I think the world knows that the missus is South Korean. She was just happy that it was him that had scored. Uh, yep. It's 9.30 in the morning on a Saturday in the United States of America, which means that the best of the day is going to go swimmingly well. Um, you know, like everybody's happy. And then I've sat down and watched the replay and gone, oh, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> you have ruined that goal just a little bit. Like he has, <laughs> he has taken it from amazing wonder goal where Sonny's burned Jorginho, cut back in, sold Luis an incredible dummy and finished it to man tears after ball. <laughs> completely misses ball wonders Mate. why why international footballer is able to score <laughs> like, oh it was Mate, so horrendous to film. i thought he was running i thought somebody had thrown some money uh onto the pitch by the corner flag and he was running for it he was just like the money's at the corner flag and then he forgot that Mate, son it was, was very there. pub football is like that moment in five aside stroke pub football you go i got him i don't got him <laughs> <laughs> it was very mate we've got to make some memes got to make some gifs uh, uh and put them out there of that if that if there aren't any already on twitter which they probably are uh then there definitely should be and i might even spend a little bit of time uh because i've got i've got my bulging dick uh going on here at the moment disc, so disc, disc sorry disc sorry uh going on at the moment so i'm i'm, I'm at home um and uh yeah i, I think uh, it's uh, i think it's 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 high tide that somebody did something about that uh, but mate it was it was a very good game i mean we we can wax lyrical all day um i i, I think i what i was really surprised about was the performance uh, by deli ali uh who to me I, I'll tell you right now, he's, he's not one of my favorites. Uh, he's still trying to win back my admiration because of his early career diving escapades that went on. Uh, and, you know, I don't know, there's something going on. Although his video uh, um, of him getting a blowjob did give him a few extra points. I thought that was quite good. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, now... Delhi guy, this will get Jason on side. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oi, Chase. The girl How's is this? like, who? Shut up, shut up, carry on. Shut up, just keep going. <laughs> Um, I thought he was, uh, I thought he was near on exceptional. Also, because I don't really know what kind of player Delhi Ali is. He, 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 he mystifies me a little bit, you know. I know he's a number ten, and I know he plays in that little hole and he links up with uh, uh, with Kane very well, and he links up with the rest of the players. But sometimes I just, 
I wonder what kind of what kind of sort of football player is and whether he has enough involvement in football matches. He's sort of I think the player he's closest to is is and I hate this player and you know I hate this player, but I think the one he's closest to is Frank Lampard. Because he's well, well if, he's if a he player is, that makes late runs into the box. All right, he doesn't score from distance as long as as often as Lampard does, but he's certainly not a combative ball winning midfielder either. Well, well, okay, and that's the difference there because he could play like Lampard if he did want to, if he was similar to Lampard in that sort of sense, then yes, he should be playing in a, in a central midfield role, box to box, uh, and getting involved absolutely but everywhere. Did which Frank I, Lampard I like. ever do anything in his own box? I mean, I can't remember uh, him doing no, stuff but- in his own box. No, but box to box, you know, he, he he would be on the edge of the box, ready to pick up and start counter attacks on a corner, for example. You know, Dwight's defending a corner. So well, Delhi does would, that. If you watch a game, Delhi Delhi will be the first yeah, receiver from. I, so. I mean, you look at the Sun goal. Like he, he yeah, that was a lovely pass. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I mean, it was it was it was the pass to to make. It was an obvious pass, but he still needs to to whip it round uh, at the at the correct pace for for Son to be able to run onto it. So it was a, a very nice pass, uh, getting in there. I, anyway, I I thought he played great, and from what I could tell, he was was this a Maurizio? Because this is Maurizio versus Maurizio, uh, by mm. the way. I don't know if you noticed that one, but Pons was it a Maurizio? It was Poch versus Sarri. Was this a Poch masterclass over Sarri? Did he do him one? It, I think he did, but I don't think he deserves all that much credit for it because someone else did it recently. And I think Poch has just copied... Who was it that they played? Um, was it West Ham even? But there was... Pochettino is okay. definitely not the first person to stick a man on Jorginho this season, which yeah, is what, I mean, what he did with Deli Ali. And Tottenham didn't play... Four two three one. They played a diamond mm. uh, kind of thing, and and Delhi was on one side, and Ericsson was on the right, and Sonny played left, and Harry dropped deep. And may my personal man of the match, wake me up before you go go. Who needs bail when you've got Sissoko? <laughs> may how good was Musa Sissoko? Answer very good. We oh. did talk about it just before in, in, in the podcast. Was Sissoko and Dyer going to be able to, uh, you know, to, to contain that uh, midfield trio of uh, Jorginho and Barkley? Well, Barkley didn't play. It was Kovacevic instead. Um, but they, they did, didn't they? they? I thought they did very, very well. It, Chelsea were just not there uh, today. I think uh, we it did was them very- for effort as well. We did them for intensity and effort. And that's what mm. was really encouraging for me because when Tottenham play like that, they are legitimately a match for anyone. That's the Tottenham that went to the, went to Juventus and played Juventus off the pitch. That's the Tottenham that beat Real Madrid 3-1 at home. They, the problem that they've had is they can't sustain that because we haven't had a big enough squad and they get tired. But when they are in that form, I go into a game and think we could beat whoever here, wherever it is. Mm, mm. If All right, we enough play about like Tottenham. that. Thank you. Um, let's talk about, uh, about how bad. <laughs> talk about how bad Chelsea were there as well, though. I mean, we have to face the fact that Chelsea had their worst game of the season, without a doubt, uh, mm. and they were they seemed lackluster pretty much anyway. It wasn't. They didn't seem tired. They just seemed like they're devoid of ideas. I, I really do think that was because of of putting someone on Jorginho. Because um, the big question that's come out, of course, now of of, of, of this whole saga and of course it's very easy to do so because because Chelsea have lost a match all the pundits are now talking about why is 
Kante not playing in that Jorginho role? You know, what's, uh, what's going on? Should Sarri have thought, hey, this could be dangerous. Let's play Jorginho and, and, and Kante as holding defen- uh, defensive midfielders and play a 4-2. Four, yeah, it seems weird that he doesn't want to play four two three one because if you could choose any two footballers in the world to have as the holding two, yep. I, I, one He's who's very them. competitive and one who's like a quarterback. I mean, Georgina's probably the closest thing to Pirlo that's around at the moment. I, I guess Cruz mm. and Modric uh, um, are perhaps a little bit ahead of him in, in that, kind of, that kind of vein. But... You would have thought that that was a world-class two. You could then play three, and he's got the players, to, you know, to, to play three behind the one. He could play, uh, obviously, Hazard. I think Pedro is very underrated as a player. Every time I see him play for Chelsea, it always turns up. He's got a very strong cutting edge. Barkley, mm. Barkley could play in that position, or if not, they've got, you know, William. I mean, uh, uh, a 4-2-3-1 of Jorginho and Conte holding with Hazard, William, and Pedro behind Mata, or not Mata, uh, Marata or, Marata. Uh, yep. or Giroud. Or Giroud. That's, yep. that's a high-quality side, no? It is, you know, and it's a, it's, it's a good headache for Sarri to have, but Sarri has never played that system, right? When he, when he was playing at Napoli, he was always the 4-3-3. So, um, you know, maybe he feels uncomfortable in changing into a formation that he has hardly played that much. You've got to um, be tactically flexible, though. Maybe all that criticism he received at Napoli and, like, them not quite making it over the finishing line is because, because of that lack of tactical flexibility. I think if you saw... Even this weekend, and I'm sure we'll talk about them a bit in a, uh, in a moment, but Man City, Man City changed because of what West Ham were trying to do to them. They had, they had a different formation to go to. Tottenham, when they've done well, have been able to switch from uh, a 3-5-2 to a 4-2-3-1 to even a 4-3-3. You have to have that tactical flexibility. If you look at Allegri's team, like mm-hmm. Juventus, uh, I can't even really tell you what what formation they're going to play the next game because they have real genuine tactical flexibility. Um, uh, and even Emery has shown it this weekend with uh, playing five at the back against Bournemouth as well. So that, that shows, yeah, that you're, you're totally right. Managers need to have that tactical flexibility. Well, players if need to have it. And players need to have the ability to be able to do it. But to do that, you have to train on the training ground as well. So uh, it's all good to see it on paper and understand it on paper. But you need to you need to practice it as well. Mate, just quickly going back onto the Pirlo thing. Just do remember that Pirlo played in slippers. Oh, yeah, so, like nobody. I mean, Jorginho. No, compare Jorginho. Physical of nowhere near. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Even if you managed to get a player who matched him in, in terms of, of technique and ability on the ball, you've got the fact that he's a very good-looking man as well. Oh. So, uh, you know, it's, everybody loses. Is everybody. it me or do Jorginho and, and Kepa also look kind of similar? Mm, good point. You could probably switch them and <laughs> you wouldn't know. Jorginho's playing goal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, very true. Um, worrying times for Chelsea ahead, or, or uh, did you say not really? They're, 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 what, they should what success look like for Chelsea this year? Top uh, four, because they're not yes. in the Champions League now, so a return to the top four. I don't think anybody in charge of that club should realistically expect them to challenge that Manchester City team now. They're nope. quite a bit behind Liverpool. I mean, if Sarri Third, gets, I think, yeah, if Sarri Third. gets them back in the Champions League, 
it doesn't matter, third or fourth, it doesn't matter. If he gets them back in the Champions League, and I th- would expect they'd have to have probably a final in one of the cup competitions. At I was going to say, a good, a good UEFA run, uh, a good UEFA cup uh, run, probably. Yeah, or be, one of the domestics. Probably that would, yeah. that would do, I reckon. Yeah, and then he can, he can start to rebuild and, and he can go back to that whole sort of, you give me some money to buy some players? What? How, how much well, actually, Starry has got, publicly said before that he doesn't like to spend money because he thinks it's cheating. So, which <laughs> yeah, I, I think is that. great. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I really legitimately do think that that's fantastic. And Chelsea have this incredible youth system. The Chelsea youth team still wins the, the Youth Premier League and the Youth FA Cup every year, usually mm. destroying their opponents like 7-2 over the two legs of the, of the, um, of the final. So he's definitely got, uh, I mean, the likes of Mason Mount. Is, is a Chelsea loney, is he not, at Derby? Gosh, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. They can always bring, they Loftus will bring him Cheek, back. Of course. Sure. Love to um, of course. Yeah, yeah. Barkley, like, uh, so he'll, I think he'll probably draw, draw from them. They need to keep Hazard, I think. I think I think halfway through that game, Hazard really wanted to leave. Like, I, you see part of him is just like, I want to go to Madrid now. <laughs> well, mate, Liverpool lost uh, Coutinho uh, in January last season, and uh, mm. and they got they got stronger, you know. So I think losing Hazard, maybe we'll mm. just kind of, kind of sort of I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, mate. Look, we'll 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 wrap up. We'll we'll take a short break. But uh, but congratulations, obviously, to Tottenham. Tottenham now find themselves in third uh, in the uh, in the Premier League. Dizzy heights. Don't get a nosebleed and all that malarkey barky. What are you talking um, about? We've been in the Champions League the last three years. Third. I'm comfortable here. I know what it feels like. My nose is fine. Mate, you should you see how it feels uh, being third from bottom, which is where we are. No, I remember um, so, those days and I don't want to go back. <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, so up to third, uh, five points off Man City uh, up front and with Liverpool in their sights as well, three points away from Liverpool. Uh, Chelsea, two points behind that and Arsenal, one point behind Chelsea as well. So it is a top five uh, at the moment and um, uh, Tottenham, a good season for you guys. Second? Yeah, that would be terrific, I think, to finish second. Um, cool. Uh, Champions League, I think, for the new stadium, if we ever get it, is, is essential. Uh, I'd like to get out of that Champions League group. I still think it's possible. Of course you uh, do, because you're a fan, so you hope. But, mate, well, mate if, they, if, we really play like, if we play like we played on Saturday against Inter midweek we'll beat that inter team because i don't think that inter team is really we we were the better team than them in the san Siro when we weren't playing well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that'll put and us then... tied on seven points barcelona go yes i'm doing the champions league preview now barcelona uh <laughs> go to eindhoven don't they a win there means that they top the group no matter what they rest you know half the players put out the reserves in the new camp harry delhi sunny in <laughs> co go there we win I know, 3 0. 3 0. I knew you would say that. I knew it. I and knew off, it. Off we go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, well, it's a beautiful story, a really beautiful story. You continue writing that story, but the wonder of the Premier League is that we just never know. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Let's move on. Uh, we've, we've covered Southampton and uh, we've covered Tottenham, uh, which, which, again, for people. <laughs> 
who heard our earlier podcasts was not the idea of what we wanted to do. We wanted to cover the Premier League in, 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 in as an unbiased way as we possibly could. Uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, it just so happened that they were the two biggest matches of the weekend. So we'll take a short break. And when we come back, we'll review the rest of the Premier League. A body-swerving crack-riddled poodle has given us what we wanted. Comedy. Pure comedy. Welcome back to part two of the Premier League's uh, review from Born Offside. Be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and uh, anywhere else uh, in, in the streets, if you want, you follow us in the streets and stuff. That's kind of come at know. me, bro. Come at me. Yeah, let's, let's go. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to start with uh, Manchester United versus Crystal Palace, which was probably the most exciting game of football that I have ever seen at Old Trafford. It is named the Theatre of Dreams for a reason, right? Because of matches like this. Mate. Manchester mate, United, mate, how do they this, play? I thought this game really, really picked up around seven to eight minutes after it had finished when, <laughs> when Jose Mourinho started doing his analysis and seemed like for a man who invented the phrase, part the bus, now seems to be trying to throw himself underneath said bus by just <laughs> saying the most outlandish... It's not outlandish because it's factually true, but like... I know if you were as a boss of any kind of company to walk into appraisal and go, we're shit, we are <laughs> awful, we're terrible, we're not hitting any of our goals, we're not scoring any goals, we're not doing anything, no one wants to be here, they all <laughs> think it's rubbish. Whose fault do you think it is? Well, it's not mine. If you'd given me more money, I would have got different people. Like, mate, he's I love that. Go, yeah. isn't he? You're in a company. It's so true. I'm just imagining you're in an appraisal with a, with a multi-million dollar company or whatever. My staff are shit. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, they so, are rubbish. They how's are your division? horrendous. <laughs> the staff are crap. All right. They're really, they're young. They're irresponsible. They're constantly on social media. <laughs> you know, I've they're had enough of them. None of them care. They, <laughs> they, they come in late. You know, they switch their computers on and they immediately go for a coffee. You know, the, the I know Belgian, what they're doing. The, the, the lanky Belgian fella and the lanky um, Serbian fella, the only ones who give a shit and they're getting on yeah. a bit. The rest of them are a bunch of, a bunch of youths who do not give a shit. Uh, uh, but didn't you hire all of them? Yes, yes, yes. I hired all of them. But I did. I, I did, hired them but... wrong. Give me some more money to hire some other ones. <laughs> Because I'm Jose Mourinho. Boom. There we go. And that's all. It, it, it does make you wonder, actually. That's pretty much all he's got going for him, isn't it? His name. You know, it's like a, a kind of legacy kind of thing. Well, we can't fire him because he's Jose Mourinho. And it's almost like he knows. Well, Jose, Jose, once, Jose once said, didn't he, that if, if I went into a club and I, and I didn't deliver for X amount of time, I'd get fired. Like, I think he I was... Benga, I think this is part of, his, part of the um, what was he the uh, uh, specialist in failure thing? Yes, yeah. <laughs> when he was cheeky and funny. Um, but, <laughs> but by his own standards, he is now a specialist in failure. Like, mm-hmm. or he's very close to it. They are. Do you know what Manchester United's goal difference is, mate? 
Sorry. Really? I, I, yeah, I, 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 were, uh, were you looking at a table? <laughs> no, I was looking at my, my dining room table. Yes, longingly. Um, no, I actually, I pressed the mute button by mistake. I do know. Yes, I know what it is. It's minus one. Minus uh, one. It is. Incredible. Incredible for a team that's in seventh place as well. That's all very weird as well, isn't it? They've just conceded, mate. It's that guy, Chris Smalling, around the back, isn't it? Um, I think, uh, I mean, we could dissect that whole team and have a laugh if we wanted to, quite frankly. I just don't know if I have the patience because we've already been doing it loads already. Um, but, I mean, it's... It, it, the the buck has to has to stop with with the manager. I'm 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 with you. Um, I I don't want to see him go because he's Portuguese. You don't want to see him go because he's funny. But yes, I mean it's horrendously entertaining <laughs> post match during matches. It's it's horrible. But they are playing dire, turgid football from twenty years ago, mate. Not like, twenty years ago they were good. Hang on a second. Twenty years ago they I were. I mean, and they're you know. they're playing Jose Mourinho football from what? When was Jose at his peak? What two thousand four, two thousand five? Where you know, mm. all you win at all costs. Um, the weird thing that I never figured out with Jose is he had that season at Real Madrid, where they won the league and they 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 scored the most goals ever and they broke the La Liga points record. And he did that by steamrolling teams by like beating them mm -hmm. fours and fives nils like really going for them playing fast flowing football uh you know he had that ronaldo team and i think jose legitimately never got enough credit for for winning the league against that barcelona team everyone was looking True. for them to win the champions league because it's real madrid and whatever but you know champions league you only need to beat a team once in the final or over two legs, but to, to break the La Liga points record against that Barcelona team was a huge achievement. And he did it by playing exciting football. And his Chelsea team in the first spell were at times capable of exciting football. But mm -hmm. something happened. And it seems to be after Tottenham beat Chelsea 5-2 on New Year's Day, that since then he's just like, no, no more fun for <laughs> anyone there will be no there will be no attacking no going forward no excitement of any kind i'm sick and tired of fun and he just hasn't had any since he just wants to win no that's very true i mean the inter milan stuff was was incredible as well i mean we're talking about a manager who picks up teams who I think you mentioned it actually in a podcast earlier, picks up those teams who are, are the, that sort of third and fourth place kind of teams and have been for a very long, long period of time and then makes them extremely good. Real Madrid is, is not that particular in terms of statistics, but in, at that time they were up against the team of arguably all times uh, with that Barcelona team, which, which won record amounts of, of, of trophies and games and scored record amounts of goals. Um, so he brought a team, Real Madrid, who were stature-wise behind uh, Barcelona and managed to win the league. So um, he, he does seem to be able to, to uh, bring that sort of us-against-the-rest-of-the-world mentality through. Man United don't have that, and I wonder whether they need to be recognized as that team before he can start bringing them up to the top of the uh, but mate whoever he manages again. whoever he manages he's not going to win up against the likes of Klopp Pochettino Pep Sari um fella at Juve whose name I always bloody forget Allegri. Allegri he's not going to win against that lot unless he starts playing attacking football that's mm. wins matches these days 
is attacking football. Manchester City have a you score two, we'll score eight mentality to them. <laughs> I mean, they, they really do. And there are times it goes off the rails. It, it, you know, Pep has paid the price with you know, heavy defeats in, in games, but heavy defeats to other teams that play football. Like mm-hmm. his Bayern Munich team lost to the Barcelona team. His uh, City team last year lost to Liverpool. You're not going to beat Pep by parking the bus anymore. He's, he's mm-hmm. figured a way around the bus, or underneath it, over it, through it. Maybe he has the keys <laughs> to the bus and he's able to reverse it out of the way. What you're going to beat him with is by driving your bus into his bus as hard <laughs> as you possibly can. Beautiful analogy. Love Thank it. You. Love it to bits. <laughs> Very, very Stop good. parking the bus. Start driving it, Jose. <laughs> Through it. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, you can even get the bullhorns at the front of your bus, you know, to, to yeah, have one up on the other. Dress it up. Bus. Put some guns yeah. on the front of it. <laughs> Go Mad Max on him. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> but you're not going to be anything by just parking it and waiting for him to smash into you. It's just not going to happen. Absolutely. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think. Uh, I think Mourinho, something needs to happen. If he wants to continue in management, he need, you're very right. It's, it's almost weird to say that he is now part of the old guard. You know, he's part of the older generation of managers, managers now. If, but it's, it's very quick. It's happened very quickly. It's like a decade ago, he was recognized as the, the new upcoming thing that, you know, everybody wanted to get their hands on. Now it's almost like he's yesterday's news, you know, and uh, it's, it, it's, I'm I'm disappointed. Obviously, once again, this the Portuguesenessness in me uh, uh, finds it difficult to to say to him that he he's doing it all wrong. Um, but you know, I know deep within myself, you know, deep. I have to look, but it's deep that he is uh, ma- making a bit of a mess of it, and he, he doesn't have the answers anymore. Whatever he's tactically trying to uh, uh, to do to Manchester to that Manchester United team it's not working uh, his man management skills uh, uh, are just not there uh, compared to what they were you're right 10 years ago at Chelsea or, or or when he took over at Inter or even with the Real Madrid even the Real Madrid thing eh, but anyway because uh, he had his issues there with Ronaldo and everybody else as well he just doesn't have it anymore and and, and Pep Klopp um, I'm not sure about Sari, but I think Sari as well. Uh, uh, these new, new up-and-coming managers, uh, the Howes of this world, they, they've got it, haven't they? They've, they've got it. Yeah, players don't want to play boring football. They want to play mm. exciting, you know, fun, fresh football. You know, Jesse Lingard doesn't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I want to cover the midfield. <laughs> oh, can't wait. He doesn't. Not what he does. He's more worried about what his haircut looks on FIFA 19 and, <laughs> and scoring goals and stuff. That's what the young players coming through want to do. They want to have fun. Mm. Give them their fun. All right. Well, uh, speaking of fun and speaking of Pep, which we have been, let's 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 move on to uh, uh, the weekend's match of West Ham against Man City. Now, mate, I, uh, you predicted an eight uh, nil win. You were halfway there. Uh, Mate, and one. they should have won that game 8-0. Have you watched the highlights of that game? I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second half, Joseph Guardiola <laughs> is deeply upset. And it's because second, <laughs> once they got to four, City were like, oh, I'm relaxing. And then you yes. can see Pep on the side, like screaming and shouting at them. And you almost can see Sane and Sterling and co going, no, it's 4-0 <laughs> up. I don't want to run anymore. Fair enough. 
Thanks. Mate, I just, it's 4 0, Pep, it's too much. Come on, <laughs> Pep. Stop Leave it. Leave it, Pep. <laughs> Come on, mate, I'm tired. We've got a Champions League game midweek. <laughs> I wonder what they score one, we'll play again, but they ain't going to. Let's leave it. Let's leave it. Actually, West Ham had plenty of chances in this game. Uh, Well, they had the same amount. They had approximately the same amount of chances. It was, it was quite incredible to to see Pep come out and talk after the match as well about why he was annoyed. uh, You know, and 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 he did mention it as well. Like if West Ham had taken any any of their chances, I mean, they hit the post. They came close with uh, with Antonio Arnautovic had a had a couple of misses as well. And uh, you know, I mean, if they'd taken any of their chances, they could have could have made this into into a game i guess yeah but, um, you always had the feeling that if city wanted to they could just crush them like that's very true <laughs> you had this just had this feeling of like if we really really wanted to we could pulverize the living daylights out of you but we'll keep it respectful yeah um, no. <laughs> you know they were respectful is four nil yeah <laughs> i mean eight nil is disrespectful mate There's, yeah. the, the italians have this thing don't they like the italians don't like uh, three, four, five nils. They think it's. They genuinely think that that's too much. When True. You get, when you get to two and you're completely control of the game, you shouldn't be scoring anymore. Like, <laughs> just disrespectful. Um, and it feels like the Man City team, although they're not their manager, uh, are having this reaction of like, no, we should keep it at four. Let's 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 keep it safe. <laughs> it's it's true. Uh, they could have had a hell of a lot more. It's very true. And. Uh, I mean, it's, it just shows the, the, the levels, really, doesn't it, that, that Pep is demanding of his, of his players. He comes out, I think he, he said at the end, you know, uh, you know Sterling and Mares, you know, the two of them have got to be careful because both of them are playing extremely well. One of them doesn't play so well, they're not going to be in the next match, you know. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive uh, uh, to see what they've done. I'm, I'm still, uh, for the, in terms of the Sane Express, I'm still not too happy... Uh, I loved him so, so much. But after that tackle that he put against, uh, and I can't remember who it was now, but I think it was against Brighton or something. It was just, it was a filthy tackle. And uh, and I'm still finding it difficult. But he's come up with two beautiful goals as well. Uh, um, and, and the assist as well for Sterling, the first one, I think. So mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's playing... Mate, I've got a question. For, I've got a question for you. A lot, a lot, True. a lot of Manchester City's goals are tap-ins at the back post for Sane or Sterling or Jesus or Aguero, whoever it may be. But a lot yep. of them, it's a very deliberate ploy that they attack. They attack. Uh, so if a team's playing with four, they attack between the space between the fullbacks. And everyone has fullbacks that push on, and the centre back. Or if the team player three, then they attack in the space. Um, Again, either between the fullbacks or between the centre-backs themselves. I've got a theory for you. Mm-hmm. As the goalkeeper, just mm-hmm. stand on the back post. Or, or, or like one of, <laughs> one, of those mid, one of those central defenders, when you see the ball go out there, just go, all right, where's he coming? All right, okay, I'll just stand here. Like, shouldn't someone be able to do something about it when you know what's happening all the time? You, you should. Yeah, you, you definitely should. And I, I mean, Southampton let let that one in uh, as well to to make it 2-1 with Cestinho. Um, you know, he just played it across. It was a beautiful ball. He flashed it across nice and quick. Uh, but Matthew Target at the back post just went to sleep and didn't really know uh, uh, who was coming in behind him. So it, it, it's, yeah, it's, look, it's, it's the, it's the fullbacks or the centre-back if you're playing the back three uh, um, responsibility on the back post to, 
to see that danger, to realize, okay, we've been unlocked, we've been undone, uh, they've managed to get through round the back, now it's time to, to you know, put on the afterburners and make sure that you get in position in front of Aguero, in front of Jesus, in front of uh, Sterling, whoever it is that's coming in on that back post. Um, but more often than not, you're kind of, as, as the fullback, you're kind of looking around everywhere else, right? To see if there's anywhere, if, if there's going to be a cutback, do you, do you, do you protect that instead? Or, uh, you know, if you're going to be playing it across the face, but, you know, you can get stuck in two minds and, uh, and, and, and not defend that one properly. Um, so it is, yeah, I mean, it is, it is the fullback's responsibility, uh, really, at the end of the day to, to, to come in. Uh, and do something. Uh, I, I'm sure they're aware of that, and I'm sure they know of that. Um, your your theory of having the goalkeeper on the back post is quite interesting. Uh, you know, just, it won't work because they'll shoot at the front post, won't they? Um, yeah, but it's not easy. It's not easy to shoot at the front post. You know, it's uh, it's 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 quite hard. Usually, if you're coming in from the left and you're a left hand left left footer, it's going to be an outswinger, uh, which makes it a little bit harder. Um, yeah. But it's you know, goalkeeper could the goalkeeper could guess and 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 dive out. You know, like as if he's coming for a cross, basically. He's anticipating the cross. Yes, he's going to leave his goal totally open. But the thing yes. about that is that, yeah, if, if the goalkeeper comes out, then he's, he's going to be responsible if he fucks up. Whereas if he stays on his line, it's not his responsibility and he's uh, devoid of any true. blame. Is there uh, anything to stop perhaps drawing a giant poop emoji on the back post? Mate, giant poop emojis, I'm, I'm game. I'm <laughs> But I mean, hasn't hasn't Pickers famously? Uh, uh, it, doesn't he doesn't he do stuff on his water bottle like uh, for penalty takers and stuff like that and everything? So it is possible Not to put them off. That's just his note taking, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm just all I'm going on is like if you're going to do the giant poop emoji, how are you going to do it? You're going to have to have some form of of communication. I'm going to spray it on the grass. I'm going to say, groundsman, oi, poop emoji <laughs> there at the back post. <laughs> At the back post, right, right here. Yeah, no, a bit yeah, further, a yeah. bit further. Just <laughs> poop emoji. Maybe it's going to affect your players as well on the other on, on the other half, isn't it? When you when you do paint it over half time. <laughs> spray it Beautiful. with the green with the green paint spray. Done. <laughs> all right, I love it. Uh, I think you should uh, suggest it to uh, football clubs all across the land. See what they come back with. Uh, mate, let's move on because uh, Man City, our Man City discussions always tend to be very, very similar, although it's always very entertaining as well. Uh, Man City win. <laughs> um, and, uh, and that's pretty much it. G speaking of winning, Liverpool uh, went up to, uh, sorry, came down to, uh, to Londinium on the outskirts of anyway, uh, to play a team who play where East Enders is filmed, I believe. Uh, Watford. No, mate, that's Wolford. Uh, uh, Wolford, is it? Uh, it's just it's an L instead of a T. It's pretty close. Give all me right, that. All right, all right. All right. Bloody it doesn't matter about geography. Watford nil, Liverpool three. Mate, we thought this was going to be very close. I predicted a two all. You predicted Wrong. a one all. It was anything but. Um, now, we know, there's no point talking about this one too much. Uh, Liverpool played really well. Klopp was extremely happy uh, because I think at certain points it was a little bit closer than he, he thought it would be. But, mate, uh, Alexander-Arnold. Mate. Lovely goal. What a free kick. What an absolute gem of a free kick. That's it's your it's right back scoring that. Lovely goal. Yeah. No, totally. Now, these free kicks, we've seen free kicks like this. We see them all the time. They're very Beckham-esque. They're very, you know, we, we, they, they, we see them very, very often. 
but we, we never tire of them, do we? Because it's quite an art, isn't it? It's mm. uh, a, a, a moment in the match that, uh, you know, that's obviously rubber stamped in there. You, you can get your mobiles ready and start recording, you know, because you know that there's a possibility something could happen. But there's still, there's a great deal of execution. And what, what I like about this goal is, is his stance as well. He, he, he sort of steps off to the side in such a way that it looks like, well, he can't be possibly the one who's going to be taking the free kick. Uh, I think uh, it's not Shakiri, but someone else uh, is is over there because he's sort of saying that he's going to be taking it left-footed instead of right-footed. Um, but then he sort of shuffles off to the side a little bit, almost almost Ronaldo-esque sort of way. And then he takes this free kick, and it's a gem. It's an absolute beauty. I, it's, In it's, off the yeah. post as well, wasn't it? It, it uh, no 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 it wasn't it was uh, oh. it was so the keeper should have you know he, he probably should have got it to be honest because it was actually quite inside uh, so I would say even up to a foot inside the post um, but it was uh, but Alexander Arnold mate he's twenty years old mate he's he's young he's a young lots of names he does <laughs> he has lots of names uh, uh, Alexander first names. <laughs> He can take his pick, really, can't he? Um, and, um, yeah, Salah and Firmino. So, Salah, come on, Salah. I need you because I want to get the 20 bucksies off Dave at the end of the season. So, no. I don't know how many. Yes, I don't know how many he's got. Mate, it's almost Christmas. You need to get into double figures soon, please, mate. Come on, hurry up. Um, uh, speaking of double figures and beautiful <laughs> figures, terrible segue, really, because there's no double figuring anywhere, unless there's some double fingering. Oh, actually, there was some 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 slight double fingering, but I'll tell you about that in a second. Arsenal two, Bournemouth one. Uh, uh, we uh, we we sort of uh, well, you predicted the Bourne that the cherries would uh, uh, derail the Emre, <sighs> but uh, they did not, mate. And I know you hate talking about it, but Arsenal, mate, 17 games unbeaten now in all competitions uh, since uh, Emery took over. Maybe that's, uh, it's got to be noticed, I'm afraid, doesn't it? If you say so. <laughs> all right, okay. Uh, well, the only thing was uh, uh, Yang scored, he got the winner. He was he supposed to be hurt. He was supposed to be hurt, but he, he obviously unhurt himself. Uh, I don't know whether that's possible. He controls Z, Zed, his his injury mm. um and uh he uh basically he scored the winner and at the end he walked back onto the pitch and he congratulated everyone and then he he did he did a, a and this i do like this very much because unless you're english uh you don't realize that when you do a v sign and the koreans do this a lot and we obviously experienced this a lot when we were both over in korea uh when you do the v sign the v has to be turned so that we we're not seeing the outside of your hand we're seeing the inside of your hand when we're seeing it because if you do it with the outside and basically what you're saying is fuck you Mate, right. this, this is something that americans also don't get i have americans who come up to me in the office and give me the old flash me the v and i'm like you fucking <laughs> you fuck you too mate fuck you and he's, he says it with a big smile which obviously means he's being sarca sarcastic at the same time which, going, which nation has the same thing is the french the french also have that 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 v yeah, yeah. Are you going to go into a history lesson now, are you? No, no. I'm just going to say, if you do it in France, you know, you know that they will respond the right way. Mate, well, that's because they know why, right? And you know yes. the story behind it. Yeah, yes. you bastard. Uh, <laughs> Archers, oh. ready! <laughs> um, mate, Chicken yeah, smokers, so... ready! <laughs> Chicken slappers, come on. 
Uh, but we didn't have any chicken slapping, I'm afraid, this week, so uh, it was a bit un. But un- did you see? Did you see uh, Patrice's very, very aggressive um, rebuttal? Yes. <laughs> yes, upset. I think I, s- I sent you that link, didn't I? Yes, you, <laughs> said, you did send it to me. The man is very upset. He is very um, upset, and he needn't be because no. you know it's all right, mate. We love what you do. And it's I figured good. out what he meant by "I love this game" at the end. Ah, come on then. Game. Is a word yeah. for poultry, isn't it? <laughs> Surely not. No, I don't think that's the reason. He I think it's... <laughs> it's a massive pun. I love this game. Get, Get it? Huh? 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 Hey, that's comedy. Love it. It's gold. Well done, Patrice. <laughs> well done, Paddy. Well, we're not going to go too much more into it. Please, please. Um... Yeah, uh, he's, uh, anyway, he did the double V. Someone should tell him that he's telling the whole of the entire English population to fuck off uh, uh, with a big smile on his face. So someone should tell him, please, and I, I, I should imagine somebody will. Although, how many Brits are there in that Arsenal team? Eh, I don't know. Aaron Ramsey? He won't be there for much longer, will he? So, <sighs> All right, uh, you really don't care. Let's move on. Uh, we've, we've only got three, three more games to... Uh, yeah, hold, <laughs> holding. They can keep him. He played all right, actually. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, let's move on. Brighton versus Leicester. Let's move on very, very quickly through these last three games. Make just one or two little things about these games, please. Brighton versus Leicester. Brighton won. Leicester won. Brighton went ahead 1-0. Uh, uh, they, uh, Leicester were 1-0 down. Then they went down to 10 men uh, because a certain Monsieur Medisson who is a, a real shining light in, uh, in the Premier League this season, got himself sent off for a second bookable offence for diving, mate. For diving. And then confessed up, didn't he? He was like, mm. yeah, I dived. How exactly? I mean, I see in the notes here it says he said yes on Twitter, but I haven't, haven't seen how he said yes to it. Well, he said it in two separate parts. He, uh, the first one, he said, uh, uh, um, very disappointed for the game. Nobody should dive. Uh, in, but in I our, did in our beautiful game. No, he left it at that, <laughs> and then and then released a second tweet. And in the second tweet, yeah, he he said uh, uh, a big apology to all the fans and to everybody out there uh, for uh, uh, because um, yeah because I did I dived basically. So uh, which is amazing, really, because like you know we hate people who dive. Everybody hates people who dive. He's come straight out. He's admitted he did dive and he did it. And it's almost like he's been instantly forgiven. Like, uh, dare, dare I say? He, like, because I, I won't see him in a bad, in too much of a bad light, uh, uh, because now he's, uh, he's come out and sort of said sorry straight away to it. So, um, uh, which I think is pretty good, admirable. Yes, I do wonder when people like. So his statement on um, Twitter says, "I was anticipating anticipating contact that never came, but that's no excuse." Then why say it? <laughs> No, there's no excuse that he's anticipate that he's dived. That's what he's saying. Sorry, but, um, but why offer an excuse if it's not an excuse? It's like it's but, like me saying uh, that's a door. Uh, but, oh, I see. I see what you're that, saying. That's no entryway to my house. <laughs> that's no excuse. But you've just mentioned that that's an excuse, mate. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You're just. I got it. I got it. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that initially. Why? Well done. Why yeah. did you shoot that person? Well, because he stole all my money. That's no excuse. Shouldn't have shot him. <laughs> like, it, is it is an excuse. Let me off. All right, you're off. Well done. That was a good excuse. That was a very excuse. Yeah, it wasn't a good excuse. No, it was an excuse. Well done. 
Mate, yes, it, it was. So he's he's down, he's out, he's uh, he'll probably will he get uh, will he get a ban for that? I don't think he will because it was uh, it was dealt with on the pitch, wasn't it? So um, if it was retrospective, then it would have been. But uh, but yeah, all good. Uh, Leicester, however, even though they were down to ten men, managed to uh, they played really well and they came back into it even with ten men and uh, and drew one all with a goal by the rat. Yes, very nicely yes. taken penalty. It was. It was with, with some gusto. There was some dynamite in that, wasn't there? He, he went for it inside of the boot, but smacked it. Beautiful. Uh, moving on, Everton won Cardiff nil. Uh, the, uh, the losing express that is the Warnock train has continued. Very well done, Warnock, one of the ugliest men in football. Uh, and uh, he continues to, uh, what's the opposite of disappoint us? Um, Live up to our expectations. And make us happy by continually losing. Good man. All right. Um, so, uh, yes, Cardiff with, a, with another defeat. Uh, Gilfie with the goal. Uh, and then, mate, probably the shock of the weekend, Wolves nil, Huddersfield 2. Yes. Um, yeah, our our listener in Australia, who I think is you, will be yeah, very, mate, yep. very delighted to hear that uh, Aaron Moy Yes. Described by many down here, by the way, as the Australian Iniesta. Um, (laughs) Who's the the Spanish Ricky Ponting? (laughs) I don't know, mate. I think Aaron Moy is apparently the Australian, probably in looks, because he's got as as little hair as Iniesta did Mm -hmm. towards his twilight years. So, um, uh, but he is uh, considered to be the playmaker supreme, the uh, box-to-box playmaker supreme. Two lovely goals, though. Yes, very lovely goals. Two very, very lovely goals. The free kick was a, was, was a butte around the wall uh, and a very well-taken goal as well. Um, uh, end of the first half, into the first half. Um, right, okay. Well, and that wraps up the Premier League. Uh, we'll take a very, very short break. And uh, will we take a short break? I think we just very ne- quickly need to mention world football, including European, but also Argentine football. Uh, so uh, uh, there is one more Premier League match to come. That's tonight. Uh, Burnley versus uh, Newcastle. Uh, I don't think there's many people who care about that. But anyway, um, it's, uh, it is on tonight. But we'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk very, very briefly about Argentina. Oh, I need to stop recording. If you see either one of these two in the streets, follow them and then throw them under a bus. Thank you. Record. Off we go. All right. Welcome to part three, the shortest part of the podcast. Uh, mate, I think there's no other place to start other than, than uh, the stuff that's going on in Argentina, really, isn't there? It's, uh, yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Mate, cars have been set on fire. Uh, people have been robbed in the streets. Uh, Boca Juniors fans and River fans are at each other's throats. Uh, the anticipation for this match, I'm still trying to get my head around why so many people are making this, uh, the, the, they're saying it's the game, uh, certainly the biggest game in, in uh, South American history. Yeah. Um, 
uh, well, it's now, because these two are the, are the biggest rivals, right? They're the, yep, the biggest yep. rivals in South America. The same city, Buenos Aires, River Plate, Boca Juniors, hate, 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 hate each other. The, the derby between them is tasty anyway. But yep. now they're playing each other in the Copa Libertadores final. It's like... For the first time ever, yes. right? So it's like yes. Rangers playing Celtic in the Champions League final or... Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest kind of comparison you can you can get with it. And but, and why is it why is it that they've never played each other in the final of the Copa del Rey? I mean, the same reason, reason Ragents and Celtic have never played each other in the Champions League final. It just so happens that they haven't both been good at the same time. Oh, okay, All right, it's, fair just, it's just one of those things, you know. The if the Copa Libertadores is the whole of South America, you've got those Brazilian teams involved as well. You yep. know, in the occasional Chilean and Peruvian and probably not Peruvian, yep. but whatever teams. It's just one of those things. Now they're playing each other. It's beautifully poised. The first game at Boca Stadium was 2-2. Yep. Uh, and um, the prime minister or president, whatever it is of Argentina, went on public TV radio, I'm not sure which, and said, if a team loses this game, we'll probably need 20 years to recover. <laughs> <laughs> President of the country, mate, is saying such things. I, I believe he, he also came out with a tweet saying, I've got no tickets as well, because because <laughs> everyone was pestering him for tickets. And uh, and even on the black market, they're just not available at all. They're just so in demand. Surely, surely, surely you want to just play it down a little. As president of the country, person who's in charge of, you know, making sure that people don't get hurt, you wouldn't want to go on TV and go... Tell you whoever loses Mate. in 20 years. <laughs> Come on. 20 years. Come on, get yourselves ready. <laughs> Rub your hands together. <laughs> I, there was, I even heard that there was a guy who gave away his job. He gave away his job for tickets. <laughs> like, he actually gave his job to someone else. So you can have my job. Oh, I need I those Imagine tickets. if the team he likes loses. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and I, I have been reading a lot about it and about how it does seem to be that both teams are more worried about losing than winning it. Uh, obviously, the euphoria from winning it will obviously come once the game is over. But I can understand, right? And if you're a football fan, you can understand that, can't you? Like, whatever you do, don't lose. It's not about let's go out and win. Whatever you do, don't lose. It's, it's yeah. Liverpool versus Everton. It's Samson versus Portsmouth, uh, uh, the worldly match that that mate, can be. Can you it's, imagine it's, scoring the winner in that game, though? Oh, oh mate. mate. The noise must be incredible. <laughs> And the adulation for the next 20 years, apparently, as well. Oh, so, but uh, also probably the death threats. <laughs> like, yeah, the fear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. It must be a very uh, fascinating and interesting uh, side of it. I must, I, I'll be honest. I, I haven't paid much attention in the last uh, uh, few years for South, in South, South American football. Uh, but it, I obviously know of the rivalry between the two. But I mean, I think... You know, there must be so many of these stories as well. You know, how many players have gone from one to the other? Not many, I believe, uh, uh, for, have played for both uh, Boca and River. I think there are a few f very famous names who have, but not many. Um, you know, and uh, the, 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 the rivalry is, uh, is, is, is pretty immense. But, mate, the game has been called off. Yes, due to excessive mm. violence because of a president <laughs> ramping up the pressure. <laughs> 
It's, uh, um, I think it was the, uh, the Boca fans uh, ended up uh, 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 pelting the River, the River team bus. Is it true that the River fans can't go to this match as well? Wasn't that the case in the first match, that the away fans are not allowed to go to the other ones as well? I, I think I, I read somewhere that, uh, that that's the case as well. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, uh, well, mate, has it actually been postponed twice now? Yes. What was it postponed for the f- in the well, first? Well, it was supposed to be on Saturday, and then they were going to come back and do it on Sunday, and now they're not doing it again. Again, right? Through fear, obviously that that shit is still going on. It's uh, God. I wonder if they have to go and play it in a in a neutral stadium somewhere. To, oh, to it avoid- said it says that they uh, rescheduled it for Sunday, five p.m. local time, uh, but Boca requested another postponement. Oh God! Right. Uh, here we go. The politics of it all, right? It's uh, it, it has been very interesting to read a lot of the stories. I just didn't really realize why uh, why these two teams hadn't ever played each other. It just seemed so so strange, you know. Like, uh, uh, and I would just I just assumed I, I guess that it was a little bit like Barcelona Real Madrid. You know, Barcelona and Real Madrid are two of the biggest teams uh, in the world, and they do play themselves in finals you know uh, uh, you know but uh, but it would be i guess in the champions league final right when was the last time barcelona played real madrid in the champions league final i don't think that's happened there's been a semi but i don't think there's yes, been a final wow right oh gosh that that's mate there really? were Boca, there okay. were Boca players injured in these fights yes yeah so um now there's one very interesting story whereby uh, in, in one story they said that one of the Boca players has glass shattered into his eye and then the river it's the captain is it the captain that's the river plate captain no right? no no it's the bocca captain oh, the bocca captain Pablo okay Pérez. and then the river uh the uh the river fans then came out and tweeted or then the river uh, club came out and tweeted and said actually it's just an arm injury it's nothing you know and uh <laughs> there's a big difference between getting glass in your eye and getting injured in your arm uh so but the the thing is like there's been so many of these stories and counter stories that it's difficult to uh w- one of the difficulties that everybody's having is knowing what is true what is real you know and uh it's, uh, but yeah, but the, the, I think there's no hiding from the, the, the fact that the bus was attacked and uh, quite a number of players were injured and had to go to hospital. And it, and, it looks uh, as if River Plate are going to lose their home advantage as a result. It looks like it's going to be played in a neutral venue. It is, after all, is it? Ah, yeah. well, there you go. Ah, well, that's uh, well, that's disappointing, uh, really, isn't it? Because you, you, you want to be able to you know, have, it, have it at the home. Uh, grounds of, of, of both of the clubs so um well fantastic stuff well we'll keep our eyes and ears peeled uh, obviously as lovely bit the- of violence in argentina yeah. to end the program with there <laughs> and uh, and apart from that the only real other things were the uh, um, uh, intimate sorry not inter atletico madrid one um barcelona one barcelona seemed to save mate, it real uh, madrid right mate real madrid and- lost three nil to ibar yeah. mate where is ibar <laughs> well, it's just is a, it next to the, the gay bar <laughs> just to the left yeah <laughs> you can't get into the eye bar it's next to the nose bar and the, and the mouth bar but the gay bar Wait, name me one bad, player who's ever played for eye bar past present living dead future whatever it be can you name me anyone who's Has Neymar been to eye bar Neymar eye bar 
<laughs> I don't think I can. I'm really sorry. I cannot name a single player who's played for Ibar. Now, Is that how you say it? I think so, yeah. It's, uh, uh, but that's why I said it slowly, because I was like, Ooh, could it be? Ibar? Ibar? Where is it? Um, Spain. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that. That's, uh, <laughs> that is a good note to end on. Thanks a lot. That's, that's not what I was asking. Is it, in, is, it, is, is it a Catalan club or is it a, 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 uh, uh, a non-Catalan club? Because neither are you Catalan um, or non. I'm looking. I'm looking. Um, I think it's non. According to the internet, it is. Uh, oh, it's Neil Bilbao. Oh, it is a Catalan club then. It's a, it's a, no, or it's at least a, it's a northern. Basque. It's a Basque, it's a Basque club. Yes, it's a northern. Uh, northern. So, so Barcelona would be doubly happy. Also because Abar's kit looks very similar to Barcelona's well, kit. Well, apparently, apparently based on, because I've got the Wikipedia open and it, and it says that they, they chose their colours based on the Barcelona colours. Amazing. Incredible. Like, as if it wasn't bad enough for Bar- for Real Madrid to lose 3-0 to, uh, to these minnows. Uh, but they go ahead and lose to minnows who are dressed as their... Um, <laughs> they must have thought they were pranking them. <laughs> dressed as their most evil... Xabi Alonso! Rivals. Xabi yeah, Alonso a- played for Ibar. Oh, did he? As, as did Davy Bush. Davy Bush played for them as well. Yep. Good stuff. Well done, Davy. Well, you're in greener, greener pastures now. Trust me. Uh, That's it. Although I can't find oh, anyone else. <laughs> although I'm sure he would have enjoyed uh, being part of a team that beat Real Madrid three 0 That would have been quite tasty, mate. Uh, and it's the it's Solari's first. Do you want to do your song? So no, because he didn't win. So he doesn't get the song if he doesn't win. Oh, all right. Okay. It's first Solari's first match. Since being handed the contract, I'm sure like and all the pre- <laughs> I'm sure that like the board must be like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you did this on purpose, mate. And the player, and the player's been like, oh, I really hope the Solari. I really like him. I really hope he gets the job. Me too. I really like Solari. Let's get him the job. Oh, he's got the job, lads. All right, let's not bother now. That's <laughs> like let's lose this. That's it. Can't be bothered anymore. You got your job, mate. Why you? Why are you angry? <laughs> you got the job. Yeah, we lost the game, so you got the job. <laughs> we like you, we got you a job. Cool. Yeah. Jesus, guys are so fucking ungrateful all of a sudden. We'll, we'll lose it for you now. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> so Ramos comes out. Excuse me, Solari, what did you say? Huh? <laughs> you still want your job? You be careful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right. I'll riddle Don't. you with drugs. <laughs> Don't anger the Ramos. Uh, Ramos, by the way, uh, just very quickly, has actually come out and uh, defended himself once more. Uh, uh, <laughs> as, if, as if he needed to anyway. Uh, but anyway, he, does, he, he, says, he says that taking drugs is really, really bad. <laughs> That's this what is he's why talking. I did it. <laughs> this is why I didn't do it. <laughs> Wrong, did it. You did it, mate. You took drugs. No, no, it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. So, very bad. Drugs uh, are bad. Thanks, uh, thanks, Ramos. And uh, oh, mate, oh, oh, Jesus! I look at this. We're just trying to cut down on on this program. But mate, we've got the Champions League coming up. Mm. We're supposed to be re- reviewing some of the Champions League uh, Preview, coming up. And previewing, pre- sorry, previewing the Champions League. And you're going to Mexico uh, this week, I aren't am. you? Yes, yes, I'm going to Mexico. So we might not be able to podcast because Mexico doesn't have internet. Maybe. Right. Will you be alive in next week? Or, Hopefully. Uh, yeah, okay, good, good. Always yes, no, hopeful, I, I, never sure. Mate, 
I'm hopeful as well. I really do hope that you are still alive. Uh, if, if, if not for our listeners, then for, you, for your own general self. You no, know, I think, right yeah, you deserve living, I think. I think so. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the list um, of games, mate, and the Tottenham Inter Milan game is the only game of any consequence anyway. <laughs> um, well, there are some other games of, of consequence. Group C, for example, Napoli, Red Star, uh, PSG and Liverpool. Of oh, course. yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, PSG Liverpool <laughs> is a bit of a big one. I'll give you that one. Um, Atletico Madrid against Monaco. Now, Monaco have won their first game under um, uh, Uthierry Henry. Uthierry Henry, well done to you. Um, uh, but I'm afraid, <laughs> Atletico Madrid, you're going to get a good old spanking. That's what you're going to get. Uh, Atletico Madrid and Borussia Dortmund are pretty much all the way through. Anyway, Group H has got Juventus, Valencia, Manchester United and Young Boys. Are you going to do the song? Yeah. Juve and, Man- Juve and Manuel win. Yep. Roma Fair enough. Madrid. Is there anything on that? No, I don't believe there is. I think CSK and Victoria Pleasant are out or pretty much close to it. There might be something riding on it, but not much. Real Madrid, I think, are, are, are heading it. Sorry, I haven't got the tables in front of me. Um, uh, I think Group E is still exciting with Bayern Munich, Ajax and Benfica and Ajax. Athens still fighting for something. It can't be exciting because those teams are in it and I don't care. <laughs> but mate, yeah, the two exciting groups are Group B and Group D without, without a doubt, we think anyway, uh, with uh, uh, PSV versus Barcelona. Uh, of course, Barcelona you know, Barcelona, win. you want Barca to win and Tottenham v Inter Milan. Tottenham All these have matches, to win. They have to win, yes. Um, do you have to? Can you lose yes. and still go through? No, no, no. We can't even draw. We have to win. If, if, Inter, if Inter Milan get a, a draw, they'll have eight yep. points and we'll have five. five. Oh, so yes. I, no, but then the head-to-head, we're done. because they, It's done on head-to-head, is it? Yes, it's, it's head-to-head, head. yeah. So we'd be done on the head-to-head. So we have to win. Damn. All right, okay. So, yeah, no conditions then. You have to win. Mm-hmm. All right, so victory or nothing. Yes, please. Interesting to see how you're going to be keeping akin to it all with no internets. Very, but, uh, very slowly watching a refresh of a BBC feed, no doubt. <laughs> but, mate, you're on holiday. I want you to enjoy it. So maybe the best thing to do would be just to ignore it and uh, not worry about it at all until after you get back into the world. Mm. All right. Well, so uh, there's a very good chance that we won't have a podcast this weekend uh, on Friday um, uh, in anticipation of the next weekend's premier league as well uh and we will only be back with you next week quite possibly right when you by that time will be in europe will you not uh no i'm back i have one more week in america oh one more week in america all right you've got one more week in america and then and i've got two more weeks in australia and i'm back in europe as well and mate we're gonna be meeting up oh we are we'll have to do a live one come on then sounds like a plan stan all right if i'm alive if you're like, yeah, let's get over the first hurdle. Yes. <laughs> first hurdle is your holiday where <laughs> you might not live. Please don't die now because I'll feel really guilty. I'll, I'll keep rerunning this podcast over and over again. Oh, don't. No one wants that. <laughs> You'll become famous. You know what it's like, right? If you die, then. Mate, it, mate, then... That's enough of me dying. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're normally talking about me dying. So, you know. That's true. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Fine for you. <laughs> All right, Slag, have yourself a great holiday. 
listeners thank you very much for listening we will be back uh, next week to review the champions league and uh the uh the premier league as well um thank you very much once again don't forget to tune in uh and uh leave us leave us some comments uh wherever you want on whatever social media platform that you wish to do so on do that thanks peeps bye thank you bye